The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 722. Today it's a Clone Wars briefing. We are looking at Lightsaber Lost. This is season 2, episode 11 of The Clone Wars. Not my favorite episode so far, and I will tell you why. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Mike and Joe from the Cantina Cast. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host Alan Voivod and this episode starts promisingly and then for me it just went utterly downhill because it didn't really fulfill the promise of the episode for me. And I'd love to know if your thoughts line up with that, so if you have watched the episode then do chime in the comments of the blog post for the show's episode at SW7x7.com. Here is the synopsis they give you at the beginning. It says, War creates opportunity for the criminal underworld. Ruthless mercenaries conspire with the separatists to disrupt and exploit the unstable situation with the Republic. Now Anakin Skywalker and Ahsoka Tano descend into the treacherous gangster havens in an effort to find a corrupt and vile arms dealer who is buying weapons on the black market and selling them to the Republic's enemies. Ooh, right? Now that sounds like it's going to be an interesting episode. And here's what actually happens. Anakin goes into some building and leaves Ahsoka outside, and we stay outside with Ahsoka while we hear a lot of banging and crashing and lightsabering and all that. And then a bunch of people come running outside... And in the melee, Ahsoka gets her lightsaber pickpocketed and loses it. And then Anakin comes strolling out with the arms dealer saying, oh, yeah, how's it going? And that's it. And now the rest of the episode is all about Ahsoka trying to get her lightsaber back. Nothing to do with arms dealers, nothing to do with mercenaries, nothing like that at all. There's an assassin that ends up getting involved, but he's found dead, and it turns out his girlfriend is involved, and she and another person have stolen the lightsaber, and, you know, like, not really a good time overall. It's just, you know, then it's one long chase scene, and (laughs) an old Jedi monologuing, and Ahsoka lying about the fact that she's lost her lightsaber, lying by omission, basically not copping to it. What does she do instead? Why, what any young Jedi would do, go visit your librarian. (laughs) She goes to visit Jocasta Nu and actually confides in her what's going on. And the two of them have this brief exchange. I'm sure if you explain your loss to your master, he'll understand. No. He tells me over and over, your lightsaber is your life. Don't lose it. Oh, the irony. Oh, the irony. And where have we heard a comment like this before? I know. It's an attack of the clones right after they take down Zam Wessel's speeder and she runs into the bar before Anakin and Obi-Wan go in there. Anakin has to get schooled by Obi-Wan about his lightsaber. Next time, try not to lose it. Yes, master. This weapon is your life. I try, master. And I don't know how Lucas missed out 
on having Obi-Wan bust him on that one with a do or do not, there is no try. That seems like a real missed opportunity for there, but eh, what are you going to do? Anyway, the librarian points Ahsoka to a, oh, just happens to be here, old Jedi who's a master of the criminal underworld. Oh, isn't that convenient? Who then happens to be able to find the right aquatic-looking person, and they go and hunt it down, on and on and on and on. So yeah, all of this ends up then resulting in a long chase scene toward the end, which I will say is well-staged and it's exciting. I mean, you know, it's hard to really say a bad thing about a good, uh, you know, chase-down lightsaber scene. They're jumping all through different areas of Coruscant. I didn't catch the name of the species of the person who had stolen the lightsaber, but it sounded like Django Jumper or something like that, and it isn't mentioned in Wikipedia, so I'm not quite positive, but the person has... Abilities that rival a Jedi's in terms of being able to leap and parkour and do all that sort of stuff, even though it doesn't seem to be a Force-sensitive person. Certainly when she confronts Ahsoka, she doesn't show off any Force-related powers or anything like that. And ultimately, the episode sort of becomes a, you know, tortoise in the hare kind of parable almost grafted on because the old Jedi is riding a speeder bike to the train station while using the tracking device to track the two that have the lightsaber and of course he's going wicked slow and all the traffic is blazing by him and honking and Ahsoka's getting (laughs) a little steamed which that in itself was kind of amusing and then naturally Ahsoka goes charging after them on the train and jumping all over here and there and whatnot and just as she's got the bad guy cornered and the bad guy has hostages and is about to step off the train the doors open and voila there's the old Jedi Master ta-da surprise surprise and he has a lightsaber in his cane. <laughs> I love that. Just like some people have swords in their canes, this guy pops the top off his cane and bing, lightsaber. That was pretty funny. All right, so maybe I like the episode a little bit more than I gave you the impression of when I first started this episode. I was definitely expecting something different, though. Seemed like a total bait-and-switch to me. But again, love to hear your thoughts on the episode. Chime in at the comments at the blog post for the show's episode at SW7X7.com. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast, maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. All right, I've got a trivia question here for you. Red squad, blue squad, take my lead. I'm on it. Go with your team. Last time we asked you about another symbol outside of Maz Kanata's castle on one of the flags, not the 501st, but another symbol that also happens to tie in to another modern costuming organization, and that is a Mandalorian symbol, which is also used by the Mandalorian mercs. Today's question, how many stormtroopers escort Kylo Ren out of his shuttle when it lands on Jakku? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you engage those Star Destroyers at point-blank range, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'll be able to do even more with the show for you with your support at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not the shortest offensive of all time, it's Destiny Unleashed. 
This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.